Hello, 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 Christmas Flixer. Welcome back to episode 16 of Chicks on Christmas Flicks, where we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. I'm KL Brady, joined by Kathleen. Hey there. And so we have had, I know, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let's what a just, week. Let's just start this by saying um, this has been a sleepless week and I have not had a lot of caffeine. And from the sounds of <laughs> the walking caffeine that is Kathleen, sounds like she hasn't had enough either. No. <laughs> sleep Mm-mm. or caffeine. I'm dragging. Yeah. <laughs> So we will preface our this session by uh, by saying that it has been I, I can't even describe how long and dramatic this week has been, but on, on multiple counts, you know. So <laughs> so forgive us, but we're gonna we're gonna plug away with the show because we got some really good stuff to talk about this week. All right. So if you haven't already, please check out episode 15 where we give our no spoilers recaps of um, One Royal Holiday, Delivered by Christmas, and A Crafty Christmas. And this week, we have on tap a couple of <laughs> goodies, right? Um, so uh, we have, <laughs> well, I, I have a couple of goodies. Carla does, yeah. <laughs> We got we're we're on the Christmas movie struggle bus, but with one of these, but <laughs> but uh, but with a couple, there's there's they're not bad. So I, actually, I got lucky this week with my selection. So we're gonna talk about the Christmas Yule blog on Lifetime. We're gonna talk about uh, never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater and the Christmas ring, plus our hot or not picks of the week. Okay, I'm really excited about this. Got some good ones to tell you about this week. I'm kind of shocked. Okay, so first things first, our Saint Nick shout-outs. You know, always we like to start out the show with our appreciation for you guys. I mean, I think I have an even greater appreciation for you guys this week, but um, but every week we appreciate you. Uh, take a time out of your busy, crazy schedules to listen to the show. Listen to us chat about movies. Me, the veteran who loves talking about Christmas movies, and um, me dragging uh, Kathleen and kicking and screaming <laughs> talking about Christmas movies. So. It's a new hobby for me, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love it. So, um, uh, so anyway, what we would like to do is just talk about. Um, you know, talk about our listeners and um, talk about the five this week um, that that we want to highlight of uh, interesting cities that I, you know, we just kind of plug randomly from our listener list. And so we can give you a personal shout out. And remember, um, we don't know who you are, but we know where you live. Okay. So that said, no, without further ado, we'll get into our shout out. So this week's shout outs go to, um, number one this week is uh, Walsall, England. Walsall, England. And so, welcome Walsall. Um, you know, I noticed that you guys were rising up in um, the number of listeners that, uh, that we have for the week. So I definitely wanted to highlight you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. Um, what I found that was interesting about Walsall, okay, the Christmas, because we're going to highlight, you know, the, the Christmas happenings um, of, for each location, at least through the new year. Um, so one of the Christmas happenings there is um, this Christmas light display at the Arboretum in the Walsall. And then they also have, and here's the couple of things I thought was funny. Um, they, also, they serve Christmas pudding. Which I, I think I understand it is different from what Americans consider. Oh, them. yeah. Yeah, it's not <laughs> what you think. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm used to like, um, you know, jello, right? <laughs> jello pudding. I think it's not that. So, um, um, and but but we 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 do do like a bread, you know, especially in Southern culture, right? We do do a bread pudding. But I think that's as close as. I think you light it on fire, too. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, you throw booze on it and light it on fire. 
<laughs> yes, we don't do that. Oh, that reminds me. I got to tell everybody about a Snapdragon someday. Oh, my. That's a New Year's thing. Yeah, involving oh. fire. Okay. But keep going. Okay. Yay for you, Wassel. Is that the same place yeah. that you invented the Wassel Bowl? I think it's spelled differently. So, and then the other thing is um, they have this acorn acorn Santa run. This is what I thought was fun. Ooh, they give fun. you a free elf suit or Santa suit and you do like a 5K run. Oh, <laughs> awesome. The visuals on that has to be awesome. I'm just saying. <laughs> So that's Why kind of, is it called the Acorn Santa Run? Because I guess that's the location. Oh, okay. Right? It's All called right. the Acorn Santa Run. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Way to go, Walsall. Yeah. So welcome, Walsall. All right. So what's next on the list? Oh, okay. So I, uh, we have apparently people in Istanbul, Turkey. So thanks, Turkey. Woohoo. Um, very interesting. So in Turkey, I don't think Christmas is not a huge thing, but in Istanbul, apparently they have a ton of Christmas decorations up. Uh, Santas and trees and elves, apparently for New Year's. So bring it Istanbul. And if you need to see more Christmas, head out over there. Most interesting about Turkey, I can't claim this is Istanbul, but uh, apparently it, uh, uh, Turkey is where Santa was born. Yes, you heard it here. Yeah, mm-hmm. not like what people were thinking, Germany, or I don't know what the other... <laughs> yes, he was born in a town called Patara, and if, listeners, if you really want, you know, have time and want to dig into this, there's actually a lot of controversy about what the name of this town is, because the name changed under different, you know, the Republic of Turkey that wasn't formed until 1923, and it used to, then there's the ruling, there's a lot of, there's a lot of controversy about the name of the town and who's in charge and but let's get to the Christmassy part which is you know Nicholas became a bishop and he used to climb on the roofs of people's houses and drop coins down the chimney and um, then what happened is you know they gave they made him a saint on I think December 6th with Saint Nicholas's day and then that kind of got squinched in with you know Jesus's birthday and there we go so yay Turkey, way to go. Bring it. You got some serious Christmas props. That is major. I know. I know, right? Who knew? So then we also have, I. oh, that's your turn now. <laughs> oh, and so uh, next on the list, we have Centennial, Colorado. Welcome, Centennial, Colorado. Number three on our St. Nick shout out. And so the big things I saw in Centennial, it's a, apparently it's close to Denver, somewhere in the Denver realm, and that they have a few things. So they have a Kris Kringle market. So they do a lot of fairs and markets there. They buy stuff, right? They buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of homemade, like... That sounds nice. Oh, Christmassy stuff. Yeah. So, um, so I thought it was awesome. So they have like Kris Kringle Market, and then they have something called Rue de Noel, which is a Frenchish. The the it looks like <laughs> French, right? Um, uh, but but here's the cool thing. I, this is what I want to participate in. It's called the SantaCon Bar Crawl. <laughs> so oh. apparently, all these people get dressed up in Santa um, outfits. They get a ticket, and they can crawl from bar to bar, like getting. Uh, appetizers and boots. Oh, that sounds fun. Is that not <laughs> the most fun? I want to do the Santa crawl. Yeah, I think okay. I think they, they got to get that going here. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And then uh, and then the other thing I thought was interesting. They have this um, place called the Conscious Merchant, where they do hero shiki wrapping, and that is. You know, back in the day, they didn't use paper wrapping like we do. They use cloth wrapping, right? Mm -hmm. And so this this place apparently now is eco friendly to do this um, cloth wrapping. So they like teach you how to do the cloth wrapping for your gift. Oh, that's awesome! Beautiful yeah. and environmental. Yay! Yay! Centennial, Colorado. So anybody out there that wants to be a little more eco friendly with your, uh, your thing can look that up. It's Bureau Shiki Wrapping. I'll tweet it out later. That's kind of and next on our list, we have, I can't believe how far flung these listeners are. <laughs> how did they find us? Uh, South Moravian, um, the, the city or town of South Moravian in the Czech Republic, which has 
a ton of Christmas stuff, as you might imagine. They have this thing called the Christmas Pyramid that actually we do, I mean, the Moravians who I think came from the Czech Republic to um, Czechoslovakia to Pennsylvania. It's like this this really cool wood wooden structure, a pyramid, and in the middle you put the crest or the nativity scene, and then on the top and the bottom you have your more, you know, typically cheesy uh, Christmas things. <laughs> they have, yep, they have another thing called the Moravian Star, which is this kind of beautiful um, origami-like star that you put a um, you put like a light lit candle in it or some kind of light. I don't know, which you can also buy. And then the other thing I wanted to share with you guys is they have a ton of Christmas carols. So here's one. I don't know if you can hear it. What's that weird boinging in the background? I have no idea. You hear it? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to write in and tell us what that instrument is. <laughs> so this is the Czech, Czech and Moravian Christmas Carols by Jan Jurasek. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Um, and it is the... I shouldn't be talking over them because they're so beautiful. The Czech Children's Choir. And that was at midnight on Christmas Eve. So check out the Czech and Moravian Christmas carols. South Moravia, you have got it all going on there. <laughs> Woo! Awesome. Oh, and our last city. Sorry. Not to be outdone. Coming back to the United States, where, as you know, it takes on a little bit of a different flavor. <laughs> so, West Sacramento, California. And there in West Sacramento, they have a tradition called the Christmas train, which is a wonderful train that takes kids on a trip and you can meet Santa and there's Morgan, a little girl who lost her Christmas spirit and her teddy bear's missing. And it's a wonderful tradition where there's hot chocolate and cookies and kids wear pajamas. And for older people or those with credit cards, if you want to hit up Christmas and company, it's a whole store dedicated to Christmas all year round. I'm not sure if it's in West Sacramento, but in Sacramento. So way to go, Sacramento. Welcome, Sacramento. And thank you, thank you guys so much for joining us. That was fun. Actually, you know, some of these traditions sound awesome. Like I would like to do a trip where we just do like, uh, you know, um, yeah, like a road trip. Yeah, like road a trip. trip. <laughs> we kind of do like the um the traditions, you know, like we do the trainers. That would be so awesome to do that. But anyway, let's say you know that's uh that's uh that's in the future. In the future. Right now, we're gonna move on over to our ho 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 holiday headlines. And I gotta tell you, like, I didn't really have a whole lot of, like, hot news <laughs> this week. But one thing I thought was really hilarious was this reaction. Like, I've seen a lot of articles around the reaction to holidays. The Netflix uh, holiday movie. It's not really a Christmas movie. It's got Christmas in it. Kinda. Did you watch it, Carla? Yes, I did. I, I did too. I did watch it. <laughs> so was it? And so that's why I actually found it funnier when I saw the reactions to this. So here are some of the reactions to this. So, well, it's Netflix. Let me just preface it by saying Netflix stars um, Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey. Luke Bracey is this really cute. I thought he is cute. hot. He is He's hot. smoking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to say. hated the movie, <laughs> it's worth watching just so you can kind of, you know, drool over him and his you know, bad boy Australian-ness yes. with the heart of gold, you know, intensity. Yes. And, and he's a gem. I could watch him and listen to him mm. all day long. She's hot too. I'm, I mean, she is. She you know, is they have good chemistry, but go ahead. Go they, ahead. Have, they have great chemistry, right? Um. So also in the movie, it's Kristen Chenoweth, right? <laughs> Let's not forget her. <laughs> she oh, she kind I, of steals the show. <laughs> she is hilarious as the slutty aunt. So if anybody knows you, any, if anybody knows like um, her from like Wicked, you know, she plays these kind of pure, even in, um, she was in this movie, A Christmas Love Story on uh, Hallmark last season where she's very playsy, very puritan. She even did this really great article about 
the Puritan kind of stuff and how she's huh. Christian and also not that you can't be Christian and be a slut too, but um, <laughs> thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> you can definitely be Christian and be a slut. Okay, so, I don't want to say anything, but it was just this very pure like um, interview with her, and then to see to have that in my mind as the last thing I saw of her, and then to see her in this role where she's kind of like dropping curse words and yeah, she's a little raunchy. <laughs> She was highly raunchy. And that was kind of hilarious. So, so what I will preface this by saying is that the the movie is definitely to me it's worth a watch, right? But don't be expecting your standard holiday. It's not Hallmark. No, uh-uh. no, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like on the opposite scale. It's of- kind of jarring. I I watched it. I think right after watching one of the Hallmarky ones and or Lifetime, and I, it, it is. I was like, whoa! I know. <laughs> like snacking. Then it really grew on me. I don't know. So anyway, what, what, what? So the as you can tell, the difference in like um, the reactions to this movie—it's very polarizing. Like when you look at the the, the social media response to it. So um, one of the responses was um, one person called it the perfect pick me up film, while another <laughs> while another called it worse than I could have imagined. <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then somebody else said, I knew Holiday would be a cringe watch, but, and they used a curse word, I will not. Um, dang, uh, that was bad. <laughs> and then, uh, referring to Hallmark movies, another uh, person said, some are better than, than others. Never as bad as Holiday is to me. I can list a few past Hallmark Christmas movies that I genuinely enjoyed, but I can never recommend someone watch Holiday, even ironically. <laughs> like, ouch. Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I, okay. I didn't think it was that bad. To me, especially, you know, it's very, like, there's some very crude elements. So if you saw, like, you know, like something about Mary, or, uh, you know what I mean? So there's yeah. very crude kind of things in there, but wrapped in all that crudeness is kind of a very cutish, you know, rom-com. It, yeah, it is. I mean, I thought the first half, it was, I mean, it was almost like they were trying too hard with the raunchy crudeness, but then it really kind of, it, it does, it picks up. And again, I agree. It's not that Christmassy, but the two lead characters and plus Kristen Chenoweth, they're just, it's worth a watch for them, I think. Yes, um, it, she really played that role, seriously. <laughs> and like I said, if you are used to her in Hallmark, it, it will be like you stepped into a cold shower. <laughs> and yeah. You, you know what I mean? It is shocking. It is very jarring if you're used to her in, in Hallmark movies and you go watch this. I'm just telling you, just like, get all your preconceptions about what you think Kristen Chenoweth is. <laughs> if you saw her in Wicked um, and when she played Glenda, right? Get that out of your head. She's not Glenda. <laughs> she is definitely the slutty mama. But she also played um, in this movie called The Twelve... Um, I, I want to say The Twelve Men of Christmas. Or Yeah, oh. the 12, 12 Men of Christmas. Um, it was centered around a... It, it's actually been on Lifetime. And it's um, centered around a Christmas calendar, a man, you know, uh, a hunk calendar, and her trying to put a hunk calendar to, calendar together. And so that was a little more edgy. Even though it's uh, a lifetime. like an edgier plot, yes. <laughs> a little bit more edgy than, um, than your typical Hallmark fair. Um, so if you've seen that, it was kind of a bridge <laughs> to holiday. She's got range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. So, Good. um, so maybe you want to see 12 Men of Christmas before you watch Holiday. So you will kind of decompress from her from her um, Hallmark mode. But but yeah, I would definitely say, like if you can watch like uh, something about Mary or something a little more crude, Bridesmaids, I would say is probably along the lines of some of the crudeness that happens in this. But if you can watch any of those and, um, and laugh and have a good time, then you will enjoy Holiday. There so, you go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a guided, uh, you know, qualified recommendation there. Yeah, a qualified <laughs> recommendation. Um, so if you can compartmentalize, watch it. All right. 
So let's get into our um, recaps for this week. Um, so we got some good stuff on board. So what I'll, we'll start with is um, Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. Okay, so that came on uh, last night, 8 p.m. on Hallmark. I got to admit, I did not watch uh, it live. I watched it um, on DVR. <laughs> so this is one of those things I reported and watched. Um, I don't think, Kathleen, you didn't get a chance to watch it at all. Right? No, I don't have a DVR. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I, I feel like I know what I need to get you for Christmas. <laughs> I my, my, my neighborhood had a little celebration party that I went to instead. So. <laughs> and good on you. I heard this one was good, though, so I'm and bummed I didn't get to see it. So, what, uh, so here's, here's uh, Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas sweater right um basically so what we have is ashley williams who i love you know everybody knows i love nashley uh, ashley from northern life christmas christmas nevergreen october kiss especially it's one of my favorites that's a um, halloween movie love on a limb that's autumn but anyway she plays basically this teacher single mom won't ask for help so that's her thing like she won't ask for help and um and Nile Mater plays this guy who's like this high-powered architect who is like doubting uh, his path in life. Like, um, it's, you know, he's, he's working all these hours and all this kind of stuff, but he doesn't really know if he's on the right path or he's doing the right thing. Even though he likes being an architect, is is he is this you know seventy hour weeks worth it, right? I can so, relate to that plot. We line. know something about the seventy hour week, right? Yeah, this <laughs> so, is resonating with me so far. Yes, uh, honestly, I when you know we got to that part, I was like, I can really actually seriously relate to this, right? So then uh, she is divorced and her uh, ex is remarried. He has just gotten off, broken off an engagement. So both of them are, are skittish about relationships, right? So um, what happens is, um, and you know, you can see a lot of this on the commercials where uh, she spots him in this ugly <laughs> Christmas sweater and she like automatically passes the judgment like, Ugh, you know, he's in an ugly Christmas sweater. Even though she loves Christmas, and you know, to me, nothing says Christmas like an ugly Christmas sweater. She's like, yeah, she's like passing judgment on him. Like he's kind of, he must be cuckoo or something. And anyway, so uh, so she kind of sees him in a distance in one place, and then she sees him later in this um, in this Christmas tree park where she's like trying to drag a Christmas tree, not asking for help. And she gets the tree in this position where he's running on a path and they collide and he breaks his arm. Oh. So like- He, he breaks that, his arm running into her? Yeah, well- That must have been some collision. Well, <laughs> a fractured wrist or something, I don't know, but somehow- he Okay. <laughs> Whoa. And so he was planning to go to like Aspen, right? And ski, but obviously with the cast, he can't go anywhere, so he's stuck. So he's stuck in this town and he's not Christmassy. He's, and uh, he's got no place to stay. You know, he's stuck in town. Um, she's got an extra guest room in her uh, house for him to stay because he doesn't have another place to stay. And um, and so basically because he's stranded, so that's the, you know, kind of the, the romance trope, right? That's one of the romance tropes stranded you're stranded they're always getting stranded yeah at christmas yeah, stranded <laughs> together so they can find love yeah. and enjoy the simple life they have to learn about each other and all this kind of stuff but what ends up happening she so this is kind of cool because this week is veterans day week right mm -hmm. so a couple of movies this week kind of had this thing so the cool thing here's the thing thing right so the thing thing is <laughs> um she's uh volunteering over christmas vacation at this veteran center for kids where their parents are deployed and um they're like have this big christmas fair celebration kind of thing and they changed the theme from winter wonderland to uh gingerbread lane and they have to have people like build gingerbread houses so he is an architect he comes in so you know he's all you know second guessing his life choices 
And the thing that helps inspire him is helping these kids um, make a, a, oh. a, a life-size gingerbread. Nice. Uh, right? Giving back. So yep. he, gets to do this school, he gets to use the skills that way. And so I'm going to leave it at that. I mean, all that's kind of at the beginning of the, the movie, right? And so then you kind of get to see how it proceeds there. So what I will say is I really enjoyed this movie. I, I, I had it on my DVR. I will tell you, I deleted it from my DVR. So it's not one that I anticipate like watching over and over and over again um, on my DVR. But if it comes on TV, I am not changing the channel. Like I, I enjoyed it that much. I thought it was a good story. I thought, um, you know, had a good conflict. I thought, um, unlike some movies, you know, they really kind of, um, they really kind of built in the stakes, right, for both of them. Like what both of them stood to gain and lose from this relationship. Where a lot of movies don't do that well, they did it really, really well in this one. It was very, they had good chemistry. I thought it was great. Ashley is really funny. So, you know, there's a good comedy theme there. And um, so I would give this like four Christmas trees, really. It's all right. And so that was it for Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. That was a uh, four Christmas tree watch. All right. So next on our list is the Christmas Yule Blog. This was a Friday night watch on Lifetime. You can already groan. Um, it, it's awful. It stars. It stars Sarah Canning. Um, uh, now uh, here's the, something I didn't know. Um, she was in uh, the Vampire Diaries with, with Kat Graham, who I love, and uh, Kendrick Lamar. Like she was in that same series, so that was that's kind of neat. And then. Um, and so her, she co-starred with um, Zach Santiago. So we have a little uh, diversity thing going on there. Um, and he plays, he's a regular uh, postable, like everybody knows him from uh, the um, Signed and Sealed, Signed, Sealed and Delivered series on Hallmark music, uh, Movies and Mysteries. So, um, and then they had another Hallmark regular, Allison Araya, um, you guys will probably know her. She just played in Jingle Bell Bride. She was the sister um, in Jingle Bell Bride. She played the best friend in Nine Lives at Christmas. So she's one that I really like in, in terms of her um, character that she plays. But I will let uh, Kathleen lead well, off. Who was she? Was she the librarian? No, she was the owner of the uh, of the magazine, the you know, oh, the, okay. the Latino woman with the like blondish hair. Yeah, that's yeah. Her. Okay, listeners, this one is a dog. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, it it almost it almost encapsulates why people hate Christmas movies in my mind because <laughs> Carla's Carla's making a face. She's like, this is a little harsh. <laughs> I mean, the thing with it is, there's like no plot. I mean, my husband was there watching it with me and he was like, how can this thing keep going? Because there's no conflict. I mean, literally, it's kind of like looking at a Christmas card for two hours. If they just, nothing happens. They, you know, they dress up. I kept saying to Carla, when is this going to get better? And she's, you know, as you probably guessed, optimistic. Oh, wait, she tells me there's going to be a hook. There's going to be a twist. Something's going to happen. Guess what? Nothing happens. It's Nothing supposed to be there. If it's not there, then you know it's not. It's not, uh, it's not, not there. there. Not there. It's like people in Christmas serapes and they're eating. I mean, the best thing about this movie was the food porn because it's in, you know, it's in takes place in like New Mexico. It's a beautiful setting. They're on a lake. I mean, they're eating tamales, you know, so I was digging that for sure. Psyched about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the cute hotness a one. Uh, the side plots, the most interesting thing about this movie was the librarian trying to get together with, who was that guy? The other dude. The friend, I don't know. The friend. Yeah, yeah, they had more going on than the rest of the people. I mean, oh, the annoying innkeepers. It just, you know, the, the guy has this kind of like pencil -y neck. Carlos says he's hotter with a beard. He does have these nice dimples, but he's kind of like a squinchy face. I don't know. <laughs> he has back on his face. I don't know. Yeah. When I saw his, like, um, what do they call that? Your, the face shot? 
that. His headshot. Yeah, the headshot. Yeah. When mm-hmm. I saw his headshot with the beard, I was like, oh, he's cute. But yeah, he shaved oh. that movie and it just was not working for me. So that was kind of off-putting. Like the yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I give it like two trees. I mean, it's it, maybe that's even generous. I mean, they got props for diversity, right? But cute hotness is one. Side plots of three. There was the friend that was, you know, uh, the atmosphere's nice of four. Outfits uh, not really memorable, but the whole je ne sais quoi Christmasiness, it just was like completely f- fell flat there. There was, you know, although I have to say I didn't watch it till the end. I fell asleep. I just could not make it through. It was just a snooze fest. <laughs> literally for me. I mean, <clears throat> sorry. So your thoughts, Carla? So, yeah. So I, I can't, uh, I would like to disagree with you, but I cannot. Sorry. Um, it didn't quite do it for me. Um, here's the problem for me for story, right? You guys know I'm a writer and when it comes to story, like it's all story for me. Like if you hit the right points in the story, then I can, I can hold on. But she was trying. So she was the, trying to hold on. <laughs> it's seriously, here's the big thing. It was missing the stakes, right? It was missing stakes where his stakes are tied to her stakes and her stakes are tied to his stakes. I mean, that's when you have a story that makes, um, when you have a movie that makes for good story or a story that makes for good movie, right? When their stakes are intertwined and um, for one to um, do what they have to do, the other one has to do what they have to do, right? But he had none, and he had none that were really tied to her. So then- It didn't even make sense. Yeah, it made the story kind of, you know- A definite do miss. Yeah, yeah, you can can save your time on this one. Like I would not invest. What I will say, here's a couple of, uh, you know, Christmas movie alerts for people that do watch. They do have a Santa. (laughs) So they have a Latino Santa, which is kind of awesome. Um, and then they have the ugly Christmas poncho contest, mm-hmm. which I thought was cute. I mean, that's different. I have not seen that. I, I think we need to see some uglier ones. I mean, you could tell that the, the uh, you know, the person that does the outfits <laughs> on these things like yeah. went to town and enjoyed it because every single one was beautiful in its ugliness, I, you know? I, I want the ugly poncho. Like, yes, I could tell. <laughs> Like, I want the poncho. Please give me the poncho. Now we know what to get you. <laughs> and then um, and then they have like the magical Christmas ornament. You hang on a tree, make a wish, all that kind of stuff. So so those are the kind of the Christmas uh, Christmassy alert things that kind of jumped out at me. But on whole, I got to agree with Kathleen with this one. Like, this is not one. This is one that if I see it coming on home, I, I'm, I mean, on Lifetime, I am changing the, yeah. the channel. Check Hallmark. Yeah. Fortunately, for, um, for Lifetime, though, what I am noticing is a pattern and the my, the pattern I'm seeing is that uh, the Friday movies you know have been iffy but the Saturday ones have really kind of knocked it out of the park Saturday and Sunday mm. so if I have any recommendation regarding Lifetime movies like if you're gonna skip one skip the Friday night movie now you tell <laughs> um, me uh, okay. <laughs> Sunday are the ones where it's gonna be better um, and so, so I'm agreeing with that. And then I'm moving on. So, which is kind of a great segue. So we're moving into the, um, the, the third week recap of the week. Um, um, and that is going to be, well, actually what I did is I changed it. So I, I put the Christmas ring and one in my hot or not, because I really thought that, um, a welcome home Christmas on lifetime was, um, was uh, more of the theme of the week, and that's because it's a veteran movie, and this is better uh, Veterans Day week, right? So Veterans Day is on the 11th for um, in the Great US US of A, where we celebrate celebrate our um, or you know honor our veterans, right? So because this was a veteran theme movie, I, I pushed this up and the uh, let's talk about it. But it was actually good. I gotta tell you, I went into a Welcome Home Christmas. Uh, it fully expecting one not to like it, fully expecting to fall asleep on it, and to forgive myself if I turned it off and changed the channel and moved on. I actually hung on this movie for the whole movie. It was very cute, very good. I loved the story. I thought it was actually kind of a unique story, um, which is hard to do for <laughs> yep. Christmas stories, right? Um, but so here's what we got. 
Um, so uh, it was the stars Jana Kramer. Um, you guys probably know Jana from she's done multiple Lifetime movies. Um, she's also done um a couple of Hallmark movies. Um, what I want is Love at First Bark. I think is one she did in um movie or something um but it's cute she she adopts a dog okay so and then you gotta get like dog training for the dog and so that's kind of and does love and sue love and sue the dog trainer the dog trainer right but anyway so she was pretty good in that i i kind of liked her in that and then i think she did like christmas in mississippi or something on lifetime which i really like um, with Wes Brown. I, it's probably because of Wes Brown because I think he's a hot hottie. But anyway, so so we had Janet Kramer. Then we had Brandon Quinn. Um, and you guys may know him from uh, Hallmark movies. He's like a Hallmark regular um, on a few movies. Like um, he did Christmas Christmas Wishes and Mistletoe Kisses or something with, um, um, I can't remember her name right now. But anyway, so that was a Hallmark movie and he was kind of like the second guy. He, so he wasn't the guy guy. He was like, second guy the guy that she didn't get with because she got with guy guy um so he was that guy but he's cute um and um but here's the funny thing so for gen xers um charlene tilton was oh yeah so a lot of gen xers will know um charlene tilton from um both love boat and she was on dallas she was like um a ewing on dallas so and then they had tim reed Oh, um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love how these people like come back yeah. from the dead starring Christmas movies. It's great. Gen Xers know uh, Tim Reed. Like, I mean, he's done a ton of stuff over the years, but I think his big thing was WKRP in Cincinnati, right? Yep. Um, where he played DJ on that movie. So, um, but I got to tell you guys, um, he played in a more recent movie called A Rooftop Christmas. That is one to watch. It is one you gotta watch with Kleenex. It has got oh. a Kleenex factor, but it is so good. And for a TV Christmas movie, they are giving it to you in that one. So I'm writing it down. It's <laughs> definitely a good one to watch. But anyway, so back to A Welcome Home Christmas. So it is very much a slow burn romance. It's um so this uh, Jana plays this veteran. She serves as a counselor, right? For, for veterans transitioning, right? Um, from from active duty into civilian life. And of course the guy she gets um, assigned to is uh, the guy, you know, <laughs> um, Mr. Well, possible Mr. Right, right? Or he really is Mr. Right. But he's this guy who's, who's struggling to transition. Um, and basically, um, so it's really interesting how they did this, right? So she doesn't kind of know the direction of her life. So she does everything. She volunteers and everything. She keeps herself busy. She's in, she does everything. And then he's on the opposite spectrum where he, he doesn't know what he wants to do. So he is withdrawn to himself. He stays to himself. He doesn't have any friends. You know, he doesn't socialize or anything. He just stays at home in his little country house that he bought or rented or whatever. So so they, they're in the same place in that neither one of them kind of knows the direction they want their life to go in, but they've handled it in very different ways. So I really thought that was neat about the story. Like, you just don't really kind of see that depth in... Um, in, in stories like that, um, it's for Christmas stories. So I really, um, you know, I really thought that was good. And so what happens is the the thing that really kind of kickstarts him he, when he was in, you know, serving in Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever he was, like what he loved doing is work with children. So she finds a picture of him doing his work overseas and realizes he needs to do something with kids. She's tasked with the toy drive and da 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 da. We found his purpose, right? So, uh, so there's a toy drive and we put him in charge of it and we move from there. So that's kind of how the story gets done. So I really, again, this is definitely one you want to put on your watch schedule. It may not be one you watch like you know, a hundred times like some of the movies are, but, but this is one for me, I watched it. I deleted it from my DVR, but if it comes on, I will watch it again. It's, it's good. Um, well, oh, 
so there's another there's another twist of this I gotta say that comes at the very very end of this movie um and to me let me tell you something I was actually more emotional in this movie (laughs) than um than I expected to be um I have to you guys know I have a very soft spot um spot my heart for like military veteran movies because like all my family has served in the military like everybody in every branch of the military uh, even the even the Coast Guard. My dad's uh, former Air Force. So um, so I'm completely biased <laughs> towards veterans movies. However, this one will jerk some tears. <laughs> it's a little sappy at the end, and it's like good sappy. Okay, if, I like good sappy. You're gonna get some awe factor out of this one. I and like then, that. And then there's this kid. I gotta tell you. I don't know who plays. I have to go look her up as an actress. But there's this little kid named Savannah. Um, uh, <laughs> she is hilarious. <laughs> she got the biggest laugh out of the movie for me. Um, uh, but so they have some diversity here. Savannah's black, little black kid. Her her uh, parents are deployed. Um, and then you have uh, Tim Reed and. Um, I want to say there's a little bit more diversity in there, but but the roles are key, which for me is more important than the number of people that are in. Right. It's not just a shopkeeper. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So so they have good key. They got good Good. people. Savannah, to me, like she's she's a show stealer. She's really funny. And there is going to be one part where you're going to be like laughing out loud at the way she handles it. It was beautiful. So... Um, so what I will say is, I love it. It's a new kind of a new storyline, kind of a transitioning veteran. Um, they had a Veterans Christmas on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, right? Where the girl's missing her dog, like the former military veteran is missing her dog. Um, uh, so it's really not about the transition, it's about the dog. This is about the transition, like moving into civilian life. So it, in that way, it was a new storyline. You're going deep. Yeah, yeah. And so, cool. um, so good. Branching out. So we got a cute kid alert in this one. We got a Santa sighting. And um, if you guys don't know about my hot cocoa conspiracy, please check out uh, my Fala Lala Flubs episode where I talk about the, what I think about the hot cocoa. But let me tell you, the hot cocoa was flowing and the marshmallows were floating in this movie, <laughs> like all over the place. <laughs> so yeah, you know, if you listen to that episode, you know how I feel about the hot cocoa. Anyway. So that is it. I would definitely give a welcome home Christmas um, for Christmas trees. And I think that is a must watch. You you will definitely enjoy that one. It does come on later today and you'll see it later on in the week. So so awesome. So we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with our hot or not Christmas uh, picks for the week. Now available on paperback and an ebook, the hilarious romantic comedy The Twelve Daves of Christmas by USA Today best-selling author K.L. Brady. Both recovering from heartbreak, Gabby and Dave fall for each other after Dave sends a misdirected text message to the wrong woman. But it's a comedy of errors when they try to meet face-to-face. Murphy's Law strikes and they may never see or speak to each other again. However, Gabby thinks Dave may be the one, so she accepts the mission to unite them before Christmas Day. Now she's got 8 days and 12 days to find the man of her dreams. But Dave is hiding something. Three big things. Even if Gabby finds him, will his secrets keep them apart? Rediscover all the joy and wonder of the Christmas season when you pick up this heartwarming story today. To find out more about the 12 days of Christmas, visit klbradyauthor.com or pick up your copy at Amazon, Apple, Kobo, or Barnes & Noble today. Welcome back to Chicks on Christmas Flip. Earlier, we recapped our movies of the week. Now we're on to our hot or not Christmas picks, starting with Kathleen. So Kathleen, what you got this week? 
Okay, well, listeners, I'm happy to say I found two hots after the tragedy and trauma of having to suffer through a Christmas Yule blog, the plotless wonder. Um, so my first pick is Christmas Next Door. I think these are going to be known to you all who you know are aficionados of the Christmas movies. Christmas Next Door was really good. Uh, I kind of caught it. I think I watched it on Netflix or something, but I think it's I think it's a Lifetime or Hallmark one and starring Eric Rand or starring Jesse Metcalf and Fiona Gubbleman. I don't know who those are, but Carla's nodding her head like, oh yeah, you know, she could probably name you every single movie they've done. Um, <laughs> the woman scares me. She's got her encyclopedic knowledge of, of the Hallmark stars is, is a, a, amazing. Um, Especially Jesse Metcalf. I just got, everybody knows he's hot. Oh, him? Okay, so he's cute. Um, but he had this like Ken doll-like hair, which maybe was part of his character. Uh, it looked like a lot of moose, but his whole, his whole thing is supposed to be this like writer of bachelor books um and of course you know you can figure out what happens to the lifelong bachelor he's forced to take care of his niece and nephew and he hates christmas but as we know by the end he's he's transformed um so what i liked about this one they the the neighbor the fiona gubbleman the you know, neighbor character was super charming the kids were not annoying which is huge to me in a christmas movie there's nothing more annoying than annoying children you know i mean i have my own so i don't need to be reminded <laughs> they're older now thankfully <laughs> you know the whiny whatever or just the terrible acting so the kid the, the kids acting was good the atmosphere was sweet there's all kinds of christmas decorations all over the place outfits were good diversity is pretty good the hotness chemistry of five you keep waiting for them to get together and they're so cute um but the thing that i liked about this is it it really hits on every single christmas tradition they, like just regular life Christmas traditions, right? They're wrapping presents. There's scenes where they're baking cookies. They're going ice skating. Um, you know, they're, they're going present shopping, really thinking about what, you know, he gets everybody gift certificates for like the past <laughs> and she breaks him out of that habit. So, you know, it, it, it knocks it out of the park on Christmasiness. I give it a five. So it rounds up to four trees. Christmas next door, if you haven't seen it, it's worth a watch. Then the next one is um, almost as good. I have like the, called a very merry mix-up. I'm sure Carla's seen this one. Oh yeah, she has, of course. <laughs> With Alicia Witt and Mark Wybie? Wibby? I don't know how you pronounce his name. Um, but this one is kind of like a, uh, what's that Sandra Bullock movie with the fiance where- um, While you were sleeping. While you were, it's kind of a while you were sleeping. She, she ends up at the wrong house through a series of mishaps. Uh, she, she thinks she's at her fiance's house for the holidays, but she's not. And she gets stuck with this, you know, wonderful man who, of course, they, they have a concussion. I'm, she, they can't go to sleep, so they have to stay up all night together and, you know. But it's got nice little magical elements that are sweet, and the family is sweet, and it's very Christmassy. They have a nice chemistry. There's not a lot of side plots or sidekicks. The diversity is a zero, okay? It, it is from 2013, though, when Hallmark was a little less woke. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna, you know, I don't cut it out for that. But it, it's got it's got a five on the Christmasiness scale. So, very merry mix-up. I give it like a four, four point five. It's it's worth a watch. Awesome, awesome, and also to one of my favorites. I would, I would agree. Oh, is it on the DVR, Carla? Um, but it is not on my DVR. But it is one that I watch when it comes on TV. What about Christmas Next Door? Is that on your DVR? I love oh. that movie. That yeah, that one's really good. I think on one of the earlier shows, like that's one of my top picks for Hallmark. Oh yeah. wow! Yes, you got to make a deep on my DVR episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? That's actually a good idea because I really got some good stuff on my DVR. Yeah. Because you know we we need to avoid the Christmas Yule blogs in our life. Yes. We, there's only so much time. Yes, that's not on my. Deal. We're doing a serious <laughs> public service for you guys. Okay. That's, that's not on my. Deal. Okay. So all right. So let me just get into my my hot or not picks for this week. So um, I got three three ish hots and one not. Okay. So um, the first hot I, I watched um, Operation Christmas Drop on um, Netflix with Kat Graham and Alexander Ludwig. 
And so, so actually, this was really a kind of a cute booty. I definitely recommend this one. It's a hot on my list. It's based on a real program, uh, a real military program. Uh, but it's the, the romance is fictional, but the program is real. So what happens is, you know, way out in the Pacific somewhere, like the military actually drops like um, humanitarian aid um, uh, mm -hmm. stuff to um, islanders, Pacific islanders, um, and um, and you know Christmas stuff, right? Uh, so so that's kind of what this this story centers around. Um, and Cat Graham plays basically like the Washington bureaucrat who um, is in the Brat Commission. So this base where they do all this good stuff, they're thinking about shutting down the base. And she's got to go there and do a report and assessment to figure out whether they're going to shut it down or not. So of course she goes in with this hard attitude, like I'm just I'm just writing a report. She knows she can't. She went in DC with her with her DC Hill attitude, like I'm just writing a report and and doing it. But when she sees all the good that they're doing, then you know there's a shift, right? So she's very much the Grinchy character in this. And then this Alexander Ludwig, who is a hunk of hunk of burner love. Um, he, he is very much the, 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 you know, the tiny Tim character, right? He's the, the happy guy who wants to do good and, um, and who's trying to convince her not to shut the base down because they're doing such great work. So, um, honestly, I love this movie. I thought it was very authentic. They had some scenes from DC, um, which is, I was born in DC. So, you know, it's, that's like my hometown, hometown town. And uh, so they got some very authentic uh, scenes from, I, it looked like they filmed in DC. If they didn't film in DC, boy, they found some good scenery elsewhere that really looks like DC. Um, and again, you know, she plays the, the, you know, the kind of gritty character and he was good. Her, her heart grew three sizes, you know, that kind of thing. And, and there's a hilarious dance scene, I will say that. Think Elaine Seinfeld, right? Okay. So there's a hilarious um, dance scene in that. So um, that alone will make it worth the watch. So that's definitely a hot on my list. Okay. Um, so hot Netflix uh, Operation Christmas drop. So then um, the, my second hot is um, the Christmas ring. Now I just watched that this morning. Um, it was on my DVR. Is one of the things I um, and I immediately deleted it. But it is one like I, I went into it. Like, I am not going to like this. And I plan to turn this off like 10 minutes later and just say, I didn't watch it. Right. I watched the whole thing all the way. It's kind of a Christmas mystery. Um, basically, you have this journalist. She needs a story. Um, so a journalist who needs a story. And then on the other side of her personal life, her parents have passed away. Her father was supposed to leave her with uh, her mother's engagement ring. But he apparently pawned it. And she's been Ooh. like looking for the ring everywhere in antique stores and stuff she's trying to find the ring well on her search she finds another ring she doesn't find her mother's ring but she finds another one and in her quest for the story she's like oh i found this ring and it's got this inscription that's really interesting and stuff so she decides to make this ring and find it to you know use the owner yeah. yeah to go find the owner right mm -hmm. and of course when she goes to the small sleepy town um to go find the owner she meets the guy right mm -hmm. um turns out the guy his family uh the the ring actually belongs to his grandmother but um he is kind of a celeb um and oh i should say she works in a gossip rag right and he's a celebrity who's kind of been hiding because he's gone through some relationship drama. So then the question becomes when he meets her and he finds out she works for this gossip rag, he thinks she's after his story, his romance, the hmm. breakup, when in actuality, she's truly after the ring story, right? Yeah, okay. That's yeah. not a bad question. Yeah, so it's a good I mean, it looks like, looks like Shakespeare compared to the other one. Right? Somebody actually put some, some effort into that story. So, yeah. <laughs> she decides to stay, of course, and, and, and do the figure out the story behind the ring. Now she knows kind of who it belongs to. Then how did it get in Boston where she's from? So, so that is really what the story is about, like finding out like how, how the ring got away from the family. And so I would say this 
definitely is a watch, right? This is a definite one you want to put on your list. I would give it about four Christmas trees, good chemistry, good Christmas, good Christmassy scenes. You know, some of it is very, you know, kind of a little contrived, a little bit in terms of like how, how she ends up staying there. Uh, but I bought into it. I was like, you know, I, I think maybe after watching the Christmas Yule vlog, I was like, whatever. Yeah. It's <laughs> good enough. Yeah. So, um, so, but I definitely like this one though. The the characters were great. So, so the the stars of it were um, uh, Nazine. Her name is Nanzine contractor and she is she was born in india in mumbai india but raised in nigeria which is kind of a weird mix right yeah <laughs> um so she was raised in, in nigeria until she was seven and i guess she moved to the united states after that and then uh, david alpay um who people will know him from like sleigh bells ring and mistletoe and he was like the the guy in those movies and then casey manderson who was like forever the best friend in, a best friend and brother, right? <laughs> like best friend and brother and everything. But um, but what's funny, I thought about this is kind of a mistletoe in reunion because David Alpay like played the main guy, and then uh, Casey Manderson played guy number two in um in the mistletoe end. So those two are back together, but in this movie they're brothers. So um, for those who like the mistletoe in, like you'll probably like that little connection. So um, again, I say uh, the Christmas ring is a hot. It's one you want to put on your list. And um, again, you may not like watch it over and over and over again, but you're going to enjoy it that one time. And it really is a good little Christmas mystery. Um, and then, so my last picks of the of the uh, week are all um, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Um, oh, there's more than one? Yeah. So <laughs> let me tell you what happened. What happened is I watched The Christmas Aunt last Sunday, right? right. Um, and what I have to say, because I was like, <laughs> figure out how to say this. So what I have to say about this is Keisha was fantastic in the movie. Uh, Keisha did not have the strongest supporting cast in this movie. Mm. But basically, in this movie, she played um, the, the Christmas Aunt. So she played the aunt who um, her her uh, brother and uh, her brother and sister brother-in-law and sister basically planned this trip to go out of town at Christmas it was the only time of the year that they could both get off at the same time is why they're traveling at Christmas time but they were due back like the day before Christmas or Christmas day or something like that right so they're gonna be back in time to celebrate Christmas with the kids but um but anyway so the <laughs> so they call the aunt to basically stay with uh, stay at the house for two weeks with the kids and what she decides to do is basically um the 12 days of christmas letters to the kids so it's all this kind of fun games and stuff that oh, you know that's cool yeah that she used to do when she was a kid and all that kind of stuff um and then the guy is her basically her her childhood sweetheart they were best friends she was secretly in love with him it was kind of unrequited love mm -hmm. then he got a girlfriend and the girlfriend said i don't want you to be involved with her anymore and their relationship broke off and so um so they come back this is the first time like they've seen each other in years after that kind of nasty breakup right oh not breakup but you know kind of a parting of ways right and um so what i will say about this one um it's not a romantic comedy like the other one uh, it, and it's clear like on the description it says drama and it is truly a drama because uh, I'm, I'm saying this to say you don't want to watch this um expecting to be giggling and laughing through the whole thing and that it's going to be kind of like this funny uh, setup. It is not, you know, it's definitely more drama. I've actually, I can relate to the story because it kind of happened to me. Um, so I was probably more um, invested in the story than... Um, this happened to you? Yeah, this happened to me where I was like, <laughs> I was um, in love with a friend, a oh. guy who was like my best friend. <laughs> We're best friends and we, we kind of fell for each other, but then... Uh-oh. He ended, up, he ended up getting uh, involved with somebody else and then broke the relationship off with me. Totally. Oh, well, then what happened? Well, so we get back years together? later, 
years and years later. That was, that was like 20-something years ago, right? Right. Um, so years and years later, uh, he reached out to me again. He wanted to get back together, but I was like, no, I don't trust you. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you gotta watch that show First Love or whatever it's called. You seen that? No, I've not where people like get back together with their first love after sometimes not a lot of years, sometimes a lot of years. Right. But be forewarned, there's some real, uh, I won't use anything, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some people you're rooting for and some other people you're like, girl, stay away. Right. (laughs) You made the right choice. You know, this thing's happened for a reason. Yeah. So, so that part of the story, like I, that, that's what really kept me hooked. So what I will say is that, um, so what I will say is that um, it's a good movie. And if you look at it as a drama and you look at it, the story from that angle, I think you'll enjoy it. But what I will say is that Keisha truly is the strongest member of that cast. Mm-hmm. She's got a very like um, the her, she doesn't have a very veteran cast. Like I don't. That's, think- that's not a that's not a lot of praise. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I'm not, I don't feel like I want to run out and catch this. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. Yeah. So, well, so that's the point. That. Right. Okay. But, good. But now, what I will say though, after I watched that, I was like. Well, you know what? What I really want to see is if this is a pattern with her movie, or if, if or if <laughs> you have to investigate further. So thus, we have Jingle Bell and Radio Christmas. Or, or, or exactly. Well, well, Jingle Bell came on right after it. So, oh, okay. And I was like, this is so good. She played fantastic. That movie, Jingle Bell, is definite hot. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Radio Christmas is a definite hot. Oh, good. So, yes. So, um, again, that allowed me to say it, it's not Keisha. It was her, her supporting cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because in a strong movie, she's awesome. Right. So, so I would highly recommend. She, star, she is the star of, actually, Radio Christmas. Um, and I definitely recommend that one. I think you could probably find that on uh, Amazon Prime now. And then Jingle Bell has been in ro- steady rotation on Lifetime. So if you catch either one of those, um, def- those are definite watches. Those are definite comedies. And The Christmas Aunt, I would say, uh, if you're in the right mindset and you've had you know, a couple glasses of wine and you kind of want a little more dramatic story, then you could probably go for the Christmas aunt. Otherwise, yeah. So that's it. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> yeah. Good all right. So that is it for us today. I mean, boy, we had a lot packed into this show today. But coming up next week, we're going to recap Christmas on the Vine. Now, Christmas on the Vine comes on um, Friday. Okay, let's see. Let's see if they can break their pattern. I was gonna say, I actually have higher hopes for Christmas on the Vine. For uh, high hopes for the Yule Blog. (laughs) (laughs) Remember? Different. This is different. And and uh, so Christmas on the Vine, I have higher hopes for. Okay. Uh, Christmas on Wheels. Um, it's Saturday. This is with uh, Tia Sakar. This is a um Indian American actress who she's hilarious. I pretty much love her in everything. So she's in Christmas on Wheels with Michael Xavier, which is very, it's a diverse, you know, that's a good diverse movie. So I'm looking forward to that on Saturday. We've got Meet Me at Christmas. And oh, the big premiere, which is not like a Christmas romance, but Jingle Jangle comes out on um, Netflix next weekend. So I will be watching Jingle Jangle. And that is like this big um, kid spectacular. Um, it's like a bunch of movies all messed up in one, but it's basically a, like a diverse musical. And to me, it reminds me of something like a Nutcracker without the ballet, right? Oh, okay. But it's a kidsy movie. I don't know how else to describe it except to say that, um, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I don't consider it funny. It's it's actually like like a critical diverse um, movie because you don't see um, uh, you don't see African American or diverse characters played in this way, um, especially for Christmas movies. Like like you'll see like a, a Christmas Carol or something like that, right? It's hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 
yeah but you won't see a jingle jangle so yeah so i'm i'm excited about Forrest jingle. whitaker's in it yes and it's, Lizzie martin it's huge Rashad. wow god yeah it's a big huge oh wow yeah yeah there's like one white dude okay that looks good <laughs> yeah, so, so it's a big deal it, it really is a big deal for the for mm -hmm. the kind of movie it is like you just don't see these kinds of things for with uh led by diverse characters so that's kind of exciting for me so big big on my list next week is jingle jangle the minute it comes out on netflix i'm watching that one yes, and then i'm good and then a few other things coming out christmas with the darlings comes out tonight which i'll probably watch that the christmas bow a very charming christmas town um and so i'm excited like we got i mean to me like this week is probably like the best out of the week so far they seem to be getting better and better so yeah I'm, they're starting to ramp up hopefully yep, so. yep. <laughs> Close to get to the holidays i think the better they'll get so we're excited for um for next week so um that's gonna do it for us today I'd like to take a moment to thank my um, music and show editor, Will B. He created the custom music for this show, and he's on IG at ManCaveMusic25. Until next time, remember, at Chicks on Christmas Flicks, we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell your Christmas movie-loving friends about our show. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, um, Google, iHeartRadio, and we're on Amazon Audible. We rocks. Seriously, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not really kidding. But awesome. <laughs> you can find us everywhere. And you can also find us on Twitter at Chicks on Christmas Flicks with X's and on IG at Chicks on Christmas Flicks. See you next time. Thank you. Bye.